This is a Be Groovy or Leave production. Head to BeGroovyOrLeave.com to discover the best in new music. Now on with your show. Welcome to Life on Music. I'm your host, Jesse Napper. If you're new to the podcast, this is the show where I chat with a different guest each week all about music. And this week, I'm chatting with Dan White, who is running the Strings Attached Festival, which is a guitar festival in Margaret River in Western Australia, running from the 8th to the 10th of October this year. So that's something worth checking out, especially if you're in WA. And he also has a music project called Brightsider and another one called Moon and Honey, but his main one at the moment is Brightsider. And he's been releasing some tracks for that project this year, including the most recent one, Closer, which sounds like this. We've got closer, feel us both getting closer. He's got some other tracks coming soon and much more to listen to, so check them all out. But let's just jump into the chat with Dan White. So, we have Dan White with us. How are you doing today, Dan? Excellent, man. Thanks for having us on the show. Not a problem. I don't know who's in an advantage and who's at a disadvantage now. Your, your camera's not showing me your face, but you can see my face, so apologies for that. Oh, that's, that's my end completely, and uh, I'm all about mystery anyway, so it's not a problem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Actually, I'm kind of the opposite, but... <laughs> <laughs> Who is this guy? I don't even know if I've got the right guy. It's just some... <laughs> some random guy, but hopefully you've got all the answers to what I'm going to ask. Yeah, I hope so too. Hit me. Yeah. So I guess we'll f- start off with how you first got in touch with me was to do with this festival that you're uh, you're running the festival. Is that right? Yeah, I'm the director. I've got a great team yeah. of um, about 20 staff and about 50 volunteers working on the on the thing. I couldn't do it all myself, that's for sure. Yeah, no, for sure. It um, sounds like a busy, hectic thing to do running a, a music festival, but it's called Strings Attached Festival. It's in uh, WA, uh, Mar- Margaret River, is that right? Yeah, correct. Uh, which is, um, from my research, a few, o- few hours outside of Perth. If you know anything about wine, you'll know where we are. <laughs> That's why I know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so if I'm right, you, you did in 2019 was the first one you did of this. Yep, absolutely. Um, and then you skipped last year for, um, I'm guessing, the obvious reasons. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we us like many other festivals, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was dangerous waters last year, and just uh, mm. just couldn't make it happen. You know, we were looking um, six months out from the festival at the state guidelines being basically every everything's going to be closed the next six months. So yeah, yeah. we just had to say, oh, well, never mind, and uh, get started working on twenty twenty one. So here we are, having uh, a little bit more lead time than usual, which is great. So we've really put together a great program for the festival in, in October. Yeah, cool. And what made you want to want to start a festival um, like this? It's like a guitar festival. So, what made you want to start something like that? Yeah, totally. It's I guess it's slightly different from, uh, well, very different in my perspective from uh, your stock standard music festival. Not only are there performances, but uh, there's a whole bunch of workshops, and also we have um, a bunch of exhibitors, guitar makers, amp makers, um, guitar techs etc come to the region and exhibit their wares you can do workshops with them on how to make guitars 
you know, how to find buzz in your pickups. It's cool. There's lots of really great opportunities to dive into uh, guitar making and guitar playing in uh, various aspects. But um, I guess I, I didn't have the idea. I can't claim that, that's for sure. Um, we have had, you know, kind of similar festivals here and there over the years throughout Australia. There's a couple of really great ones on the East Coast there. Adelaide have a guitar festival and also Melbourne has a guitar show. I know you've had some there in Sydney over the years, but um, we don't really have anything like that in the West. And there's a whole bunch of guitarists here in WA that have kind of been crying out for it. Obviously, there's plenty of talented musicians over here in the West. So, um, yeah, I was basically approached by our local luthier uh, here in Margaret River, Scott Wise, an amazing musician himself, but uh, also an incredible guitar maker. If you check out his stuff online, Scott Wise Guitars, played by some of the best around the world. Eric Bibb came around last year. Was it last year or the year before? No, sorry, 2019. I'm, I'm losing years. <laughs> and uh, and he uh, he plays one of his guitars. Anyway, he he approached me along with a couple of other members of the Southwest Creative Industries, and uh, they basically were looking for someone to take this idea and, and run with it and, and kind of build it from the ground up. So, yeah, I put together a team, and, yeah, that was the 2019 festival, and here we are looking forward to another one. Yeah, it's dope. Yeah, I find, like you are saying, a lot, of, a lot of talent in WA – that's kind of something that I found a lot is I'm going to guess there's less people kind of on that end of the country than here on the East Coast where I am. But um, I reckon per capita, there's more more talent on your end. Oh, I don't know, man. That's a big call. But there's definitely a lot <laughs> I'm gonna going call on. It. <laughs> um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it. There's a lot going on here in the West, that's for sure. Yeah. We're, we're really lucky to have, um, I guess, a lot of great venues, a lot of support mm-hmm. from uh, the creative industries, creative bodies like the Creative Corner here in the Southwest, West Australian Music. It's, it's awesome, man. Like There's a whole bunch of stuff going on and, mm-hmm. and you know, nice to have the opportunity to be able to make music, you know, places to play. <laughs> I guess we've, we've fared pretty well over the last year, all things considered. Yeah. So lucky in that respect. Yeah, you're right. There's lots going on. I guess even more reason why there should be a, a guitar festival in the West because there's a pretty high demand. Definitely. Who, who have you got playing this year at the, the festival and, or, and also doing some masterclasses and things like that? Uh, so... As opposed to the first year where we had we had a couple of uh, international players, a few international players actually come over from the US, from Greece, from Singapore, and a bunch from the East Coast, we basically had to mitigate the risk of COVID by taking a really solid uh, state focus on the festival. So it's, it's basically all West Aussie acts this year and makers, with the exception of, fingers crossed, they can come. Jeff Lang from Melbourne, if he can come okay. across would be amazing. Uh, he's going to give a masterclass and, and perform. And also, if they can come across from your neck of the woods, though, it's looking like possibly not. Uh, Josh Cunningham of The Waifs and Felicity Urquhart, oh, cool. uh, who are amazing, an amazing duo. Um, but other than that, it's all West Aussies. Uh, we've got Cav Templey from Eskimojo giving some songwriting workshops and, and a big performance. Uh, Grace Barbet, with an amazing bass player. Um, she's she's won West West Aussie Best Bass Player of the Year a bunch of years. Uh, I think she was runner-up Best Live Bass Player at the National Industry Music Awards as well. She's amazing. She'll be giving some uh, workshops as well as a performance. Man, check out the website. Like I'll just be dribbling for sure. on for, for ages. <laughs> but the, the program's up on the website now, stringsattachedfestival.com.au. Um, we've got over 70 exhibitors and artists down for the festival over three days october 8 to 10 very cool something else that you mentioned is the kind of guitar makers one of the um coolest things that i've seen at a festival 
I went to, I think the festival was called Sydney, Sydney Blues Festival, hmm. um, something like that. Blues and Roots Festival, that's it, Sydney Blues and Roots Festival. I was supposed to play, but I got rained out which oh, is no. unfortunate. Yeah, I don't know what I was playing. I don't play blues or roots. They they <laughs> just had me on anyway, or they didn't have me on. But there was a um, a really cool store there that made kind of cigar box guitars cool. and things in that vein. And the coolest one I saw was they made a guitar out of a out of a shovel, and it's just the coolest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it's a whole world within itself, mm. um, the cigar box world uh they've they've pretty much taken anything they can get their hands on and and made an instrument out of it and now usually run through a bit of distortion and and chuck a slide on it it's pretty amazing we've got a few here in the west uh especially who are yeah they're pretty experimenting uh sorry experimentative yeah for sure that's um a cool thing to combine uh to combine the two and also with the the workshops as well so definitely wish i could get over there but um who knows these days when I can even leave my house. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that, that sounds all very cool. I might move over to kind of your music for a moment. You're in a couple of projects. Your main one, Bright Cider, which I, I had a bit of a listen to. I was actually expecting um, something a bit different to what it was. But yeah, I was surprised with what, what the sound was. I don't really know how to describe it. It's kind of unique, I suppose. I'll take the compliment. <laughs> Can you tell us a bit about that project? Yeah, for sure. So I guess uh, aside from running a festival, um, I'm first and foremost a musician uh, like yourself. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I guess we're, we're spreading out in the industry, finding finding other ways to, to sure. participate in uh, the wonderful thing called the music industry. What I love to do, uh, I guess the songs that I write at the moment, this, this project is very much soul and alternative R&B and funk and um, like elements of jazz. Um, but yeah, kind of kind of groovy stuff, all mm. focused on just fun, really, you know, it's all, all focused on having a bit of a dance and, and looking on the bright side of life, hence the name. Uh, mm. And yeah, this one's been going since the start of this year. Uh, it's a fairly new project. We just released uh, five singles so far since the start of this year and um, got a, EP, a couple of EPs in the works for uh, end of this year and start of next year. I'll get done with the guitar festival first in October and start sure. thinking about those. But um, yeah, that's kind of my jam. Love love making music. I love recording it. I've got a great studio here at home and yeah, and get on the road whenever possible. I have done plenty of tours on the East Coast over the cool. years, but uh, not for the last two years, that's for sure. Mm, yeah, I don't know why you, why you haven't made it over here. <laughs> Obviously, just laziness on your part. Most definitely. Yeah, I've had lots to think about and I just I just can't make it happen. <laughs> yeah, but... Yeah, definitely, definitely a cool, cool thing going on there. Um, so you're releasing a new single every the first Friday of each month, is that right? Yeah, that's been what we've been going on for well, this year, pretty much. However, I'm I'm just about to start switching over into the prep for an EP. So we're, right. we're going to do three singles in the lead up to that, uh, which is going to cool. come out start of next year. So um, it'll drop back from one a month to one every two months. And yeah, I mean, still, still plenty. You know, every eight weeks or so is going to keep me busy. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Between that and the guitar festival, my days are busy. <laughs> yeah, it's good to keep writing, though. You know, like it, mm. I think whatever whatever job you're in, like it's really important to just kind of keep momentum and and stay focused on that and have goals and and like challenges to set yourself to kind of keep that momentum going because otherwise you can. Uh, I don't know about you, but I I can definitely feel myself get bogged down and stuff. You know, COVID's mm. one, but like there's there's 
heaps of distractions, I guess, that we yeah. we uh, we come across in our lives or create for ourselves. And it's nice to have kind of like deadlines in place. I'm very much like a work to a timeline kind of guy. <laughs> I don't know about you. Yeah. Yeah, if I if I don't have a, a deadline, I'm never going to finish anything ever. Yeah, it's good. It's uh, creative encouragement. <laughs> I hope you're enjoying the chat so far. Just breaking it up as always to let you know. Firstly, if you wanted to check out the Strings Attached Festival, which is running in Margaret River in Western Australia this year from the 8th to the 10th of October, I'll leave the website link down below to ticket details and who's playing and what's going on there. And also, if you wanted to check out Brightsider, you should go check out his socials for that, as well as check out his songs on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you listen to music. And you can also check out the socials for this podcast, Life on Music, as well. I'll leave them in the description of the episode with everything else. And if you are enjoying the show, you can follow or subscribe wherever you're listening right now to hear the episodes when they're first released. But let's jump back into the chat with Dan. You're also playing in a... A little duo called Moon and Honey. Yeah, totally. That's uh, it's a folk duo with my partner. Mm-hmm. Um, we just played a really nice show actually the week before last at the Margaret River Heart, which is a, a wonderful, amazing um, theatre in the southwest. Um, opening up for Mama Kin, who is um, oh, cool. Danielle Caruana. Um, for those mm-hmm. of you who don't know her, or also the partner of John Butler, she is a weapon and. Um, Amazing, amazing musician. Also, many of your listeners will probably know her from, especially if they're in the music industry, from the Seed Fund, which is um, a, um, I guess, a project, a yearly, uh, yearly group that gets together, you, you know, musicians and artist managers, etc., around the country, or apply for that, and um, she gives a lot of great guidance on that. Um, but we've kind of got our own thing similar to that happening here in the southwest, which. Uh, she's a part of um so nice to kind of see yeah nice to have so many great musicians locally to kind of bounce off and uh not only for advice but for shows like that as well you know nice to collaborate on stuff like that yeah definitely um danielle's lovely i've had the chance to chat with her once before nice um not on this podcast but um on my on my radio show and it was very very nice to to meet her she's um yeah just a lovely person 100 percent, absolute weapon too um mm. really really driven and uh yeah a, a absolute fount of wisdom in the music industry that's for sure yeah for sure yeah so you, you've released a couple of singles with um moon and honey is there plans for anything else yeah for sure uh i guess um i don't know about you but i i don't listen to one band you know um, mm-hmm. like I, I, I like certain genres of music, but there's, there's not like one thing that is my band and that is, that's all I listen to, you know, like I think everyone's the same. We, we have different music for different moods and uh, sure. I'm very much the same in a writing sense too, you know, like I like the, the funky groovy stuff, like band vibe that I do with Brightsider, but at the same time. I really like writing like soft folk songs, you know, <laughs> on acoustic guitars or classical guitars or, you know, with mm. ukulele or whatever. Um, so that's just as, I guess, um, uh, fulfilling for me as a writer, as a musician. So I kind of have that as a separate channel or, or um, yeah, 
channel that I can I can push all that through, you know, as opposed to just writing the songs and them not really going anywhere or, you know, getting tucked in the bottom drawer. It's nice. Uh, I can sing them with my partner, MJ Anjani, oh. who's an amazing musician in her own right, and, you know, play, play shows together. And, yeah, the plan is with that one just to kind of keep plugging away, recording songs at home as we do and um, sharing them with the world. Yeah, it's nice. I think the focus of that project is just writing and recording. Um, yeah, and, right. And kind of fulfilling that, that it, scratching that itch, you know? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, I could say I've definitely fallen into that thing of like, if you have just one project, which I do, it's like, oh, I sometimes just want to go this other way, but I don't want the whole project to go that way. I just want to go that way for a little bit. Totally. And it's nice to have like the ability to do that without having to keep it within certain parameters because that's yeah. what your project is is meant to be within you know it's nice to be able to actually um experiment and and really satisfy the creative side of yourself whilst um i guess keeping some kind of (laughs) some kind of window or box for a project you know because yeah i think that people can get a little bit confused you know i wouldn't drop a metal song from a folk project would i you know like everyone's gonna be like that's weird man you've changed (laughs) you know it's like i love writing that stuff so i'll just Uh, make another project (laughs) you should do it to shock everyone (laughs) the shock factor is real yeah (laughs) it's better than suppressing it man you know like yeah imagine if you just didn't write those songs you know Mm. um it it could be like hits you know and and, yeah each to their own but i'm not saying i'm a hit writer yet (laughs) working on it but uh yeah better to write them than to not no definitely something else i wanted to talk about was um i guess something something else we have in common is you're the um you do a you do a bit of a radio show um out in margaret margaret river yeah i do radio margaret river so marx has just got its first radio station about a year ago and uh they gave us a a yell to see if I wanted to start a show. And I was pretty excited about it because I've been on plenty of radio shows over the years uh, as a musician, but never never been on the other end of the microphone, I guess you could say, mm. like yourself, you know, asking the questions or putting together the um, the playlists or really curating a show. And uh, I kind of yeah. jumped at the opportunity. Um, it's a weekly show, um, Thursday afternoons, four to five. It's called Local Produce. I play a whole bunch of local stuff from the Southwest, all new Aussie, like West Australian music. And then um, I, I, I um, we'll have a look out around on uh, Triple J Unearthed and AMRAP for all the new stuff um, from up and coming acts around the country too. So real Aussie focus. But yeah, you'll get a lot of the goodness coming out of the Southwest and uh, have a lot of uh, musos who come through. We're really lucky here in Margaret River to get a lot of touring musos. Yeah. Generally, if if people come to WA, if acts come all the way across here, they, they don't want to just play one show in Perth. Mm. You know, they'll do like Perth and Frio and then come down to, to Margaret River and play at the Tav or play at the River. Sometimes we have bigger festivals as well and some touring acts come through. Yeah, it's, uh, it's great. So have some of those guys on our show as well. Um, it's been fun, man. Uh, I enjoy it. It's uh, you know great finding new music, meeting new, new mm. musicians. And uh, I mean, yeah, you would know all about it. Yeah, for sure. Probably the main thing I have gotten out of it is, like I said, finding the new music. I was, um, before I did that show, even though I was a musician, I was a bit lazy in finding new music. And now it's basically all that I do. <laughs> it's my whole life now is just to find new music. Yeah, Australia, like I- I'm the same with my show. It's all Australian music. 
um, mostly new stuff. And yeah, there's so much good good stuff here in Australia. Hundred percent, and it's nice again to have that that deadline. You know that that reason to do it. You know that mm. really kicks you up the button and makes you go out and find new music because all that stuff like it finds its way back into your own writing, you know, your own tastes. Mm, um, and you find out about new musicians and new acts that you wouldn't otherwise know about. Um, and then, you know, from there you can, you know, if, if you think that fits with your music, you can reach out and go, hey, I love what you're doing. Like, do you want to play a show together? You know, or do you want to yeah. collab on this song? Because, like, I reckon you'd be perfect for this demo that I've got, you know. It's, yeah, unless you know about those people, like, how do you ask those questions? Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, I think most of the most of the friends I've made in the last few years have been either through radio or doing this podcast. Cool, man. Um, and it's it's been good. Uh, You're a connector. You know, things like this yeah. are like connecting the world, especially times like this where a lot of people are like basically connecting through phones and, and mm. you know, the internet. Like that's how we're all staying connected. There's some people like I've got friends of mine who haven't seen their parents in over uh, like nearly two years essentially, you know. And the only reason that they're able to stay connected is because of the internet. So having things like this is just awesome. You know, it's um, it's really valuable content. So good stuff, man. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Back to the festival. I don't think we mentioned this yet, but it's um coming up soon, the eighth to the tenth of October. So it's over a weekend. Mm. Yeah. So anyone, especially if you're WA based, I guess, um, they should jump on it. Hundred yeah. percent. We've had uh, our first release of weekend passes sell out in under a week. And cool. the second release is all gone as well. So on to final release weekend passes. But if you miss out on those um, tickets for some of the individual events, so like you can still rock up and, and buy a ticket to just go see Jeff Lang at the river on right. Saturday night if you want to. If that's the only thing you want to go to, you can totally do that. Um, just the weekend passes are mad value and you get first dibs on all of the small workshops, you know, like, like slide guitar with Lucky Oceans Grammy Award winner, you know, stuff like that. It's mm. only 50 cap. So all the people with passes, they'll jump on that. They'll book that one first, you know. But, yeah, so tickets go on sale uh, on the 23rd of August. Program's out. It's on the website, stringsattachedfestival.com.au. You can check that out. Um, and, yeah, really looking forward to it, man. It's uh, kind of nervous times, obviously, with the big C word, but at the same time, yeah. like, really, uh, really exciting uh, and really looking forward to just bringing a whole bunch of guitar frothers together, you know, in one place. Mm. Like, it really yeah. is, like, as much as a as a music concert, you know, like, and great performances. It's like some, some aspects of the festival are just like complete nerd out. Like, you, you know, come and build your yeah. ideal pedal board, you know, your, your yeah. dream setup, stuff like that. It's, it's cool, man. Uh, I really get into it. I know a lot of other people do too. Yeah. That's dope. Wish I could check it out. Go yeah. Well, next year, man, 2022. Yeah, I'm there. I have no idea how to, but I'll be teaching people how to build guitars. <laughs> I'll just pretend. No, that's cool, man. You can come next year. You come next year and learn how to build guitars and then the year after come back and teach it. Genius. <laughs> it's a, um, my money-making scheme. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's been dope chatting with you today, Dan. Nah, thanks, man. Yeah, appreciate having us on the show. Thanks for listening and thank you to Dan for chatting with me this week. Don't forget to check out Strings Attached Festival, the website links in the description of the episode, and check out his music project, Brightsider, wherever you listen to music. 
and follow the socials for that as well and follow the socials for Life on Music if you feel like it. And if you did enjoy the podcast, you can also follow or subscribe wherever you're listening right now if you want to hear the episodes when they're first released. But that's all for this week. Until next week, goodbye. Life on Music was brought to you by Be Groovy or Leave. Head to BeGroovyOrLeave.com to discover the best in new music.